Listen, you probably don't have time to listen to a ton of podcasts or read through dozens of websites or articles because, hey, your interview is probably coming up soon, right? Check out Equipped Essentials, the all-in-one, easy-to-follow digital book that provides you with every tip, framework, and suggestion all in one place. You'll walk away with the nuts and bolts, essentially, that you need. Plus, as a bonus, you'll get a two-page interview prep worksheet, making your prep painless and foolproof. Just follow the steps right on there. Head on over to equippedinterview.com forward slash books and put all the guesswork behind you. Get your copy of Equipped Essentials today. Equippedinterview.com forward slash books. Hey everyone, and welcome to the Equipped Interview Podcast. After 15 years of being interviewed and interviewing others, I'm here to build your confidence, help you stand out, and get your dream job. I'm your host, Joshua Tinky, and this is episode 15. All right, do you want to be the most prepared candidate as you head into your next job interview? In honor of the 15th episode of the Equipped Interview Podcast, I decided I'm going to help you jumpstart your interview prep by sharing and talking through my list of the top 15 common interview questions that I think you should prepare for. If you prep for these, you're going to stand out from your competition. Here we go. But first, today's episode is brought to you by my free resource, the 15 interview questions everyone needs to prepare for. It's obviously appropriately named for this episode and a perfect companion for those of you who are visual learners like myself. It's very simple, but this cheat sheet lists the 15 questions that I'm going to review in today's episode. It's all in one place to help you prepare, keep track, and start taking action right away. Just head on over to equippedinterview.com forward slash questions and download your free cheat sheet. 15 interview questions everyone needs to prepare for. Equippedinterview.com forward slash questions. All right, here's our outline for today. Two sections I'm going to break this into. First, why should you even prepare for common questions? And secondly, actually diving into the 15 questions, some commentary, and for a few of them, maybe how to answer, but mostly give you some idea as to what we're talking about and why these questions. So let's do it. Why should you even prepare for common questions? You're probably asking something like, well, yeah, common questions, that's nice, but there are obviously way more than 15 questions out there I could possibly get, and this one even scratched the surface, so why spend time on it? Something like that. You're actually onto something if, you're, if that's what you're thinking. There's no way you can fully prepare for every possible question you may get in an interview. I don't even recommend that you try. You might find a ton, or maybe maybe you're the person you found a ton of common questions, you know, 101 common interview questions to, to prepare for, 3,927 interview questions that you need to know. You can find all kinds of lists online. So you're probably wondering, why would I even spend time going through another one of, you know, a list like this? Um, and if this isn't your first time listening, you've actually probably heard me say how important it is that you don't worry about what you're going to get asked specifically in a lot of cases, but rather focus on the story you need to tell about your skills, your passion, the unique things about you that the hiring manager needs to know. Control what you can control and not worry about what you can't control. This allows you to take more control of the interview. <laughs> Go figure if you're trying to take control of it, uh, not stressing as much about what you're going to be asked, but instead this really lets you prepare in a way that you know what you're going to share and find a way to make it work in, into almost any question. All right. So if I spend most of my time in each of these episodes and the content I provide guiding you away from prepping for common questions, so to speak, why would I spend an entire episode on this? Here's why. The 15 questions I'm going to review help you actually do what I just talked about. 
If you prepare for these specific 15 questions, you'll know who you are, why you want this job, do you want this job, why you're the best fit for the role, the key pieces of your story that you can then craft into your responses. And all of this is even true, even if you don't get asked the specific questions that I'm going to list. And I was, as I was thinking this through, an analogy popped into my head kind of last minute. So stick with me. I know it's not 100% perfect, not the same, I, but you'll get the idea. Anyone remember the, the old movie, uh, The Karate Kid? 80s movie. The, the main character, Daniel, asks Mr. Miyagi to teach him karate. Mr. Miyagi agrees, and then um, he has Daniel do what, what Daniel thinks is just a bunch of household chores or yard work. Guesting most of you have probably seen it, but if not, that's the quick synopsis. You'll probably remember the phrase, wax on, wax off, things like that. Daniel gets upset, thinking that he's not learning karate. He's just doing chores. And then Mr. Miyagi shows him that the muscle memory that he's been building has developed him way more than he realized. There's more to it than that, but that's the gist. Now, I'm not trying to say that this in any way is like a karate or the karate kid or that job interviewing is nearly as fun as watching a classic 80s movie. But if you prepare the right way and critically think through the right questions, you'll also, like Daniel, build the right muscle memory and be fully prepared no matter what questions you'll actually get asked. The questions I'll cover in, in these, um, this list here, they're broad enough to make you think and prepare well, but specific enough that you'll need to really think them through and, um, get, and get ready for the interview. And on top of that, um, you actually are likely to get at least a few of these in your interview. So, hey, you know, bonus points. So let's dive enough of that. Let's, that's the why. That's, this is kind of a, another angle on thinking through common questions. I think these are a very unique set of common questions. But let's actually dive into them. I'm not going to do a, a countdown per se, so I'm just going to go through these and we will get to 15. I've not put them in priority order. I've actually bucketed them in kind of category order. Those categories being questions about your skills, questions about your experience and ability to work with others, and general common questions that just help you prepare. If you've downloaded the, the cheat sheet that I mentioned earlier, you can take a peek at that and you'll see that is how I've broken it down on that cheat sheet as well. But if you haven't done that yet or you're, you don't plan to, um, that's how I've broken down these questions and that's how I'll talk them through. It's not really a countdown. 15 down to one, the most important question. It's it, it, just all 15 put together, help you prepare really well for your next job interview. The first two go hand in hand. The first two questions are one is, what is your top strength and what is your development area? Or alternately, Alternatively, what's your biggest weakness? So these two questions are related, but different in some respects as well. I actually spent, I think two episodes ago it was, the entire episode, walking you through the importance of these questions as well as how to answer them. So if you haven't listened to that and you're curious, go back and listen to that that episode, episode 13, on how to answer what are your strengths and your weaknesses. There are some, there are definitely some reasons that they're asked, right? So you need to be prepared. Even if you don't get asked though, there are some benefits um, benefits to preparing for this. Again, even if you're not asked, you may want to consider adding in some talking points about a weakness that you're working on. Some talking points around a development area that you're focused on. Why? You're, you're probably like, Josh, hey, if, they're not, if I'm not asked to talk about a downside to me, I'm not going to. But hear me out. Here's, here's one reason. It's, it can show humility. It can show genuineness. You really are trying to work. I mean, assuming you want the job, you really are trying to work with this this hiring manager going forward. You want them to see some real you coming out. So humility, being genuine. And, you know, I, I often hear the question, if I'm focusing so much on talking about myself, I don't want to come across as arrogant. 
not everyone has that issue, but if that's you, this could certainly, if you show some of that humility by proactively sharing and working it into another question, the fact that you're developing yourself and working on some area, that's not a huge, not a game changer as to for what, what's needed for the job, but something you're working on, it can help balance out the potential arrogance that you feel might be coming across on some other answers. So that's a reason to prepare for this um, in addition to if you might even just get asked directly. So those top two, first two questions, they kind of go hand in hand, but they are separate. What's your top strength and what is your development area or weakness? If you prepare for those two, that's going to help you really think through what are you working on and where are what strengths you bring to the table. Highly recommend, I'm not going to go into more detail because I highly recommend you listen to that other episode. There's a lot to dive in and unpack there. Next question I think you should prepare for is, what do you think are the top three skills you think we're looking for? So this is if you're asked by the hiring manager, what do you think are the top three skills that I'm looking for? Walk me through it. Now, why did I phrase it that way? I actually phrased it that way because you might get asked that question point blank. I have. I've been asked this straight up. Josh, tell me, what are the three three things, top three skills you think I'm even looking for. Well, why are they asking that point blank? They're they're trying to understand if A, that you you know the role, that you researched it, you understand what, what it takes to be successful in this role. And then B, that you can share, you can, you can share that and uh, articulate it back, but also you share that you have the skills. This definitely helps you, even if, again, I'm going to say this for a lot of things, so I'm going to try not to repeat it too many times, but this will apply to pretty much every question I'm going to talk about, and that's even if you don't get asked this question, if you prepare as if you're going to get asked it, and you you become clear in your, in your story, in your prep, in your answers as to what you bring to the table, what are the skills that they're looking for, your strengths, your weaknesses, et cetera, everything that I'm going to talk through in all these questions it's going to be it's going to help you be a very well-rounded prepared candidate going into an interview. And hey, like I said before, bonus points if you get asked it and you've prepared for it, great. You don't want it to sound too too rote, but you do want to know yourself and you do want to know why you're in that interview. So, I'm going to I'm going to try not to say that too many times in the in the rest of these questions I'm realizing it'll get kind of boring if I keep saying the same thing, so we'll just leave it at that. The next question is picture yourself in this role. Walk me through your strategy for the first 90 days to get yourself up to speed and get results. What are you going to do? Not only is this a good exercise to really think through, kind of close your eyes and and force yourself to think through, how am I going to spend my first 90 days? What is important? What would that actually look like? It may force you to ask yourself some questions that you didn't think about before. Or you might, it might force you to realize that you need to do more research to truly figure out how you would approach your first 90 days. It might uncover some things that you, you didn't expect. So if you prep for this, this question, it's going to be a really good exercise in thinking through how am I going to put it all together? The skills that I have, maybe you'll uncover through your research, a need that the, that the manager has, the team has, the department has, the organization has, depending on your level of how close you are. To getting into this this position. Maybe you're internal, maybe you're trying to get into the organization. Either way, use what you know. Figure out what you can uh, using contacts, LinkedIn, etc., common sense, and put together a good game plan. It also gives you the opportunity to show how proactive you are. You've put some foresight, some thought. You can have strategy into the role. I don't care. This is an entry-level position, and you're just demonstrating, hey, for the, for the first 90 days, I'm going to be learning, building key contacts, key relationships. Here's where I know I need to, to grow in some areas. Um, here's where I, I think I can add value immediately from you know, right out of the gate or a very uh, senior executive role or anywhere in between. Obviously, you'll need to have a, uh, some thought and foresight into your, your first couple of months into the role. 
This is a way for, to help you prepare for that. This question helps you get ready. Next question. Tell me about a time that you suggested an improvement at your work or school and it was implemented. Now, I'll argue that the, the answer that you give is, is not as important as the fact that you'll have an answer and make it a good one. And what, a, what, a, what does good look like? Good looks like showing initiative, being proactive, being solutions focused versus negative and, and problems focused. Definitely make sure your answer is in fact solutions focused. This is not a time to, sh- to share where you've complained and something happened to change. Now, this is a time where you, you to walk through the, the story arc of I noticed this um, this problem, the situation. I thought through a few different ways that it could be improved. Here's the suggestion I made or just the, the change that I did. I proactively just made the change and it worked. And then here's what happened as a result. So walking through an improvement is why, why is that important? It, it, it does a lot of what I, I just shared. It shows initiative. It shows that you can be proactive and that you're not going to come in and just ident- be a problem finder and a, just a negative person, but, I'll, but be a solutions finder, solutions provider, someone you can recommend, recommend change. Change it has to happen in almost any org. So someone you can recommend what to do about that change is someone that they can get on board working with. And if you're not asked this question, this gives you an opportunity to think through, hey, what have I done? Maybe this turns into a really good um, star or behavior-based question or answer that you want to prepare. And then maybe some other answers that you can use this for, but it really helps you think through where have I been proactive? I don't care what job you're in. If you can demonstrate showing initiative, being proactive, thinking on your feet, that's going to get you, it's going to move move things forward for you in an interview. All right. So those, let's see how many was that? One, two, three, five. Those five questions were in the bucket or category that I titled questions about your skills. These are things, obviously, it's all about you, the interview, but very specifically about your skills. Next, I'm going to focus a little more on your experience. I get it related to skills, but generally a little more focused on experience and your ability to work with others, which is key. First question up is what accomplishment are you most proud of? This is probably um, pretty clear to you as to why you might want to prepare for this, but really think through what what are you most proud of? You, you might get the question point blank. Um, you might get something, a version of it. Whereas tell me what's the, where have you had the biggest impact or what's, what's a project or a recommendation kind of go, but going back to the last question, what's a recommendation that you've made that has been successful. This, this, if you prepped for this, it could actually slide right into there. Either way, think through what's worked really well and why. I highly recommend you think through not just what happened, but absolutely you need to be very clear on what your contribution was to that moment. As a hiring manager, I don't want to hear someone say to the answer, hey, what accomplishment are you most proud of? I don't want to hear an answer that's something like, oh, my department did this and it was really great, or my team even did this and it was top notch and and it just changed how we did business as an organization. That's great. That's great that your department did that or your team did it. I'm not hiring your department. I'm not hiring your team. I'm hopefully hiring you. And so I need to hear what you contributed to that overall accomplishment. This is where we get back to some, in interviews, some of us, it's harder for us to say I. Normally, we're, a lot of us are kind of more programmed these days to think through team and, hey, we did this. Let's rally together. And you do need to work as a team. In an interview, though, I need to know how you contribute to a team environment. I need to know what you specifically are bringing to the table. So I need to hear I statements. I need to hear I did this as part of a team. Sure, here's here were maybe some of the other components. They contributed this. Here's what I contributed and how I can bring that to your organization. So when you think through what are you most proud of, make sure you're thinking about your contribution and why you're proud of it, what skills you bring to the table. And ideally, 
connect your contribution and the behaviors that you exhibited there to the top three skills you think that that manager is in fact looking for. What does this job entail? Um, we've I've talked about that many times, but on any of these questions, think through what three skills the hiring manager is looking for. Maybe five, three to five. Okay. There's probably more than three, but three to five. One of them needs to show up almost in every answer, if not every answer that you're talking through. So just a reminder there. All right. The next question is, what is the most difficult problem you've had to deal with? This one helps you think through a couple things, not only just the you know, difficult problem, which will help you think through your and demonstrate, if you answer this question, your ability to demonstrate conceptual thinking. How do you handle setbacks? How do you deal with ambiguity? There's, there's change in every, every place you're going to work. There's setbacks, there's ambiguity in every place you're going to work. So really think through, how did you deal with the mo- a most difficult problem? What, what does a problem mean to you? So think through items like that and what skills do you use to overcome that? That's where we get back to thinking through the top three to five skills that this job requires and how are you using them to overcome difficult problems like this. It really helps you show that type of thing. Um, but then also just demonstrate that you can overcome hurdles and that you're that you can have resilient and grit and a lot of hiring managers are looking for these days so those are the kinds of things that you can think through uh, with with a question like what's a difficult problem you've had to deal with next question is how would your coworkers describe you this can really take uh, some people by surprise with this question around oh what would my coworkers say about me so I want you to think about this ahead of time. Think about what your and you can expand this to not just your coworkers, but really what I'm trying to get at here is what how do others perceive you as a coworker, as as a teammate, as a team member, as an employee, as a boss maybe if you're in a leadership position, as a manager, as a you name it, fill in the blank there. How do people that you work with all around you as a business partner, how do they perceive you? What do they see as your work ethic? How do they see you as a a friend, as a someone that they they get to interact with, and it's important to think through those types of descriptions and descriptors. And this this might help you think through, hey, what am I really good at? Maybe it's relationship building, and you think through all those things, and and you have some really strong strong business partner relationships. Maybe it's actually a development area. Your your peers have given you feedback before, and maybe you can use that as a way that you show humility in that way. And so that's really what I'm, what I'm trying to get at here is. When you think about answering the question, how would your coworkers describe you or whoever else you filled in the blank there, it's really diving into what are you putting out there around you? What would it be like to work with you? How does that help you prepare for the job, but also the interview? No matter what question you might get asked, it's helpful, good and helpful to think through what your day-to-day is and how it impacts everyone else around you. All right, we're almost to the finish line here. We have two more questions. One is, Describe your relationship with your current boss, if applicable. So if, you, if you're currently employed and you have a, you know, you're going to have someone that you report to, or maybe you're not in a, currently in a job, but you're still in school and you have a, a professor, think about something like this. Someone in, in authority, someone who has, someone that has some level of, of authority over your situation. That's what, that's what I'm wanting you to think through. Why is this important? It's important for two reasons. First, it really helps me as the interviewer trying to figure out how are you going to work with me if I hire you? How are you going to interact with me? Are you going to speak badly about me behind my back? Are you going to focus on the negative? Are you going to focus on the positive? But also, it just kind of gives me a general sense of how you might talk about someone else. Secondly, it also helps me, and this is where I'd want you to, to dive in, but as a hiring manager, it helps me uncover if you're going to to push the envelope a little bit. What do I mean by that? I mean, if you if you get this question and you're thinking about it, or you go through this this list that I prepared here, describe your relationship with your current boss. I want you to think through ways that you've actually 
confronted your your leader, your manager, actually caused some conflict, but in a constructive way. I, if I'm hiring someone, I don't I don't need someone to always say yes to me. I need someone to think about things that I'm not thinking about. Hopefully, if I'm doing my job well, I'm hiring someone different from myself. And there, there's a reason for that. I need to hear differing opinions, differing points of view. And so if you think through, as you prep for an interview, your current leader that you're working with or a professor, someone, again, an authority type figure, I would really encourage you to think through a time when you you provided a counter argument or or disagreed. Maybe that's just a better way to think about this. When when have you disagreed with your your leader and talk through how that was constructive solution? It kind of goes back to what I talked about a few minutes ago around being solutions oriented and solutions focused. This is a way to do that. I don't care what industry you're in. Whether you're a financial advisor, a teacher, you're in a lab, you're in IT, whatever. I need someone who can if I'm the hiring manager, I need someone who can disagree with me, be willing to be candid, provide solutions, and be critically thinking and very intentionally thinking about ways to make the place around us better and also build our relationship. So that's that's one of the benefits of thinking through that question and your relationship with your, your current boss or leader. All right. And the final question I have for you that I want you to think through, even if you don't get asked this in an interview, is tell me about the best team you were a part of. Tell me about the best team you were a part of. There's a reason I want you to think this through. If you're if you're thinking through the best team that you've experienced, what was I want you to think through it critically though, not just oh yeah that was fun that worked out really well, but th- ask yourself why. Ask yourself several whys. You know, why was it the best team? Well, it was because this this particular makeup of of the team we all had a different levels of contribution. Great. Why was that? Well, because of this and because of that. I want you to ask yourself why many times and really think through what made that team really high performing. Maybe that's why. It was a good team. Maybe it was you just got along really well. Maybe it was you didn't get along, but you were really high performing as a result. I want you to think through what the the specifics were of that high performing or that how you define best team. So that's going to probably number one give you a few examples that you can think of and talk through. Some might help you jog some memory of different uh, situations that you can share during in other parts of the interview. But it's also going to give you. A, a some preparation if you do get this question around the best team because I, I as a hiring manager I want to know how do you interact with others not just with me as someone who I might hire is the last question alluded to but also how do you work as part of a team if you actually answer this question I'm going to get an idea of what do you see as an important component of a really strong solid team what are the the things that are important to you because one one of the things to keep in mind is you're not just being hired in most cases you're not just being hired to work with your the hiring manager, you're being hired to work with a whole team of people, whether that's one other person or 50, you're working with others. And in a lot of cases, that's way more important than actually working with with me directly, is working with your peers on an ongoing basis. So I need to, as a hiring manager, see what you see as a, as a really good, high-performing team and what are those qualities that you think are really critical. But also it gives you those you know, some of that memory jog to be able to think through really high-performing teams you've been on in the past. So that should help you think through a lot of different questions as you begin your interview prep. Okay, so those were the 15 questions. I'm not going to read through all of them. That'll be a long list. But if you haven't already, go ahead and check out the resource to get a visual so that you can kind of recall what these questions are. Again, super simple but really helpful cheat sheet that'll help you just remember all these things. And that is, uh, you can just pick it up if you go to equippedinterview.com forward slash questions. All right. Well, that's all for today, but let's keep the conversation going. Check out equippedinterview.com. And if you liked today's episode, please subscribe or rate the podcast in Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Podcasts, or whatever player you're using today. 
Remember, there is dignity in work, so set yourself up for success. Be intentional and build your confidence to stand out in your next job interview.